This is Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Well, gang, it looks like fall has finally started to settle in here in the greater Spokane area. It rained last night. High temperatures only supposed to be in the mid-50s today, Saturday, October 10th. Leaves have started to change. They're starting to fall off the trees. It's absolutely beautiful here, ladies and gentlemen. And later on this afternoon, which is going to be over by the time this is published, the PBA playoffs are on. They start on the big Fox network, not FS1. They are on Fox, and they'll be over the next course of the next few days. Really looking forward to that as well. However, National League recap time here on Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, sponsored by Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specification, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car truck van suv or crossover right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners Podcast or any program here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg, L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G, if you are scoring at home. Again, National League recap today. Hopefully it's going to go a little quicker than the American League recap did on the last show. Going to try to burn through it a little bit quicker. We'll start in the National League West, where the Dodgers had the best record in baseball to take that division at 43-17. and Second place were the San Diego Padres, were 37-23. and That would have won two of the three divisions in the American League. They had the second best record in the National League. Then you got the San Francisco Giants, a game below 500, 20 29 and 31, Colorado at 26 and 34, and bringing up the rear, the Arizona Diamondbacks, 25 and 35. Dodgers' strength was their pitching. We'll get to that in a little bit. Their team batting average was 256, which was good for eighth in the National League. On base percentage of 338 was fourth, and they topped the National League in slugging at 483. A lot of players had double-digit home run totals. Both Mookie Betts and A.J. Pollock hit 16. Corey Seager hit 15 while driving in 41 runs to lead the team. Max Muncy hit 12. Cody Bellinger hit 12. Pardon me. Will Smith hit 8. They led the, the National League with 118 home runs. And they also scored the most runs at 349. So the 256 batting average, middle of the road, slugging at number 1, on-base percentage at number 4, but they led in runs scored. That's how you win ballgames, gang. And it also helps that their pitching staff was almost otherworldly. They led the National League in ERA, 302. Third fewest hits given up at 424. Fewest runs given up at 213. When you give up the fewest runs and then score the most runs yourself, that is a recipe for success. Fewest home runs given up at 66. Fewest walks allowed at 145. And the ninth most strikeouts with 517. Kind of reflecting my philosophy. Keep the runners off base. They won't score and strikeouts are not the most important thing in the world. 
Aside from their strikeout numbers, their other pitching numbers are just absolutely spectacular. San Diego Padres, again, were second in the division, 37-23. and 23, Very, very good record. Their team batting average, 257, which was fifth in the National League. On base was seventh, however, 333, and third in slugging at 466. They scored the third most runs, had the seventh most hits, third in home runs, third in doubles, first in stolen bases with 55. Mariners had more stolen bases than that, so the Mariners led all of baseball in the stolen base department. Padres pitching staff also put up some impressive numbers. Third in the National League in earned run average, 386. Fourth fewest runs given up at 241. Seventh fewest hits, 456. Uh, Seventh in home runs at 70. Second fewest walks with 170. And the fourth most strikeouts at 565. And Dan Altavilla, after joining the Padres pitching staff, appeared in nine games, eight and two-thirds innings, put up a 3-1-2 ERA, and a whip of 1.269. Maybe this was just the change of scenery that he needed. Again, I hope he does very, very well. Not impressed with his tenure as a Mariner, but at the same time, maybe he did just need that change of scenery. Less impressive for the uh, Padres was Austin Nola. In the 19 games he played there, 222, 3-24, 381 slash line, uh, two home runs and nine runs driven in, but the other offensive numbers not very good for Austin Nola. Hopefully he does better next year. I'm rooting for him too. Only time will tell. Let's move on to the National League Central now, and there were four playoff teams that came out of the National League Central. Cubs took the division with a 34 and 26 record. Second was Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah, Cincinnati, 31 and 29, their record. They get the first wild card spot. Then you've got the St. Louis Cardinals at 30 and 28. Remember, they could not play all 60 games because they had a, a COVID outbreak. I don't want to say a major COVID outbreak, but they did have quite a few players test positive for the coronavirus. 30 and 28, their record. And then Milwaukee at 29 and 31. This team did not have any business making the playoffs, but again, this playoff system is so screwed up that they did. So we've got four teams to talk about in this division. We'll begin with the Cubs, whose team batting average was only 220, 13th in the National League. On base of 318th was 10th in the National League. Slugging of 387 was 12th in the National League. Not a very good offensive team at all, ladies and gentlemen. So it had to be their pitching staff that got them there right? Uh, sort of. Their team ERA was 399. They gave up the third fewest runs at 240, so there you go. Fifth fewest hits at 451. Eighth full strikeouts, 523. And the third fewest walks at 182. So the pitching staff was pretty good, but you know those offensive numbers and them having that record kind of tells me that the rest of the National League uh, Central is not a very good division. Because remember, teams this year are only playing teams within their own division. And I have not yet looked at the other numbers of the Reds, Cardinals, and Brewers. I'm going to do that now, and I'm really looking forward to see what they look like. Cincinnati Reds were <laughs> dead last in batting average at uh, 212. On base percentage was 312, which was 12th in the National League. Slugging was 403, which was ninth. Uh, <laughs> let's look at their pitching staff now. Okay, they did have the number two ERA at 386. They uh, gave up 243 runs, which is the fifth fewest. They struck out the most at 615. Middle in the pack in terms of walks, they issued 213 free passes, ninth in the National League, and the second fewest home runs. Those are very interesting pitching numbers. I'm not exactly sure what to make of those. Obviously, 
You know, they were kind of around a 500 team, though, at 31 and 29. Again, speaking to the ridiculousness of this playoff system. St. Louis Cardinals, pardon me, were third in the National League Central, getting them another wild card. They had a 234 team batting average, 323 on base, and 371 slugging. Batting average ranked 11th, on base percentage ranked 8th, and slugging ranked 14th. They have a 390 team ERA, which was fourth in the National League, near the bottom in strikeouts at 424. They gave up the fewest hits, however, at 376. They gave up the sixth fewest walks at 204, and the second fewest runs at 229, in addition to giving up 69 home runs, which is the fourth fewest in the National League. Let's wrap up with the Milwaukee Brewers. They had a very interesting season, 29-31. and 31. And remember, Lorenzo Cain opted out of the season about a third of the Way through because of COVID. I can't blame him for doing that. Christian Yelich also had a very bad season by Christian Yelich's standards. Actually, he had a bad year by pretty much any standard. 205, 356, 340 slugging percentage. All right, so the on-base percentage and the slugging percentage, certainly not Christian Yelich numbers, but those aren't horrible. The 205 batting average was horrible. Their team batting average was a 223, 12th in the National League, 313 on base, 11th in the National League, 389 slugging, also 11th in the National League, and they struck out the most. They struck out 582 times, but they also walked the sixth most times at 221. Interesting numbers again on that front, and their pitching staff uh, had a 4-16 team ERA, 6th in the National League, second most strikeouts at 6-14. They were 6th in runs given up, 2nd in home runs, so they were tied for the second fewest home runs given up, 67 of those, 5th in walks given up with 189, and 4th in hits with 446. <laughs> Interesting numbers coming out of the National League Central. Again, four of the five teams made the playoffs from the Central. And the other team that's remaining, the Pittsburgh Pirates, oh my goodness, 19-41, and 41, just a dismal season for them. Easily the worst record in Major League Baseball. And remember, they were also no hit by the Chicago White Sox and Lucas Jolito earlier in the season. Again, not going to have a Mariners trivia question today, but I am going to tell you about Postmates. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., or ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you can think of all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They are the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, traditional retailers you could possibly think of, want, or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you anything you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. No need to know where the store is anymore. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start these free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. All one word for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code locked on. If you've got a question or comment, send it on over to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com for consideration for an upcoming mailbag segment, which I am recording probably tomorrow on Sunday. And remember, gang, questions about anything, comments about anything, LockedOnMariners at gmail.com is the place to send them. This particular episode of Locked On Mariners will continue upon the conclusion of the following.
Welcome to the second half of Locked On Mariners. Here once again is your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thank you very much, Joey. National League recap here on Locked On Mariners today, the 2020 National League recap. We've gone over the National League West. We've gone over the National League Central. Now it's time for the East, where the Braves took that division at 35-25. and 25. Miami was second. Miami was second. Yes, 31 and 29. They actually finished above 500, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing. They took the second spot in the division. Both wild cards came out of the Central. So Atlanta and Miami, the only teams making it out of the Eastern Division. Philadelphia finished in third place at 28 and 32. New York Mets, 26 and 34. Nationals, defending champs, also 26 and 34. Atlanta Braves offense was second in terms of batting average in the National League, 268. First in on base percentage, 349. First in slugging, 483. First in OPS at 832. Second most home runs at 103. Dodgers were number one. So finishing second to the Dodgers in terms of home run production, nothing to sneeze at. 103, again, a very, very good number for a 60-game season. They struck out the second most times, though, at 573. But they drew the most walks at 239. This is a very good offense, ladies and gentlemen. While their pitching was middle of the road, 4-4-1 was their team ERA, which ranks them 7th. Middle in the pack in terms of hits, ninth most hits given up, 494. 7th most runs given up, 288. Fourth fewest home runs, however, at 69. They were tied with... Um, Another team? I forget who it is. They walked a ton of hitters. 220, which was 12th in the National League. And they were 11th in strikeouts. Excellent offense. You know, reasonably uh, reasonably solid starting pitching. Offense is what carried this team, ladies and gentlemen. And the second team, the Miami Marlins, still don't know what, how they were able to finish above 500. They were the laughing stock of baseball just a couple of seasons ago, and I didn't see them making the playoffs. In any case, they were ninth in the National League in batting average at 244, ninth in on base percentage at 319, 13th in slugging percentage at 384, OPS of 703 was 11th. They didn't hit a lot of home runs, 60 of them, 12th in the National League, second in stolen bases, however, 51 of them. They didn't walk very much, 191 walks, which ranked them 12th. They didn't strike out very much. Four hundred, pardon me, five hundred thirty-seven strikeouts ranked them eleventh. Their ERA was also eleventh in the National League, four sixty-eight. They gave up uh, five hundred six hits, tenth in the National League, three hundred four runs, twelfth in the National League. They gave up a lot of long balls, eighty-two of them, twelfth in the National League. Also gave up a lot of walks, two hundred twenty-six walks, which ranked them thirteenth, and four hundred fifty-one strikeouts ranked them. 14th. This kind of tells me that the National League East was pretty bad. If a team like that can finish above 500, (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Not the best of numbers from the Marlins, and you know, they're they're in the playoffs. This team has no business being in the playoffs. I've said it. I'm not going to say it again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sick of saying it. National League leaders, we'll start with the batting leaders. National League batting champion, Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals, who hit 541. Freddie Freeman of the Braves was second at 341, followed by Marcel Ozuna of the Braves at 338. Your slugging leader, also Juan Soto at 695. Freeman was second in this category as well at 640, and Ozuna was third in this category at 636. OPS, 
It's Soto. 1.185. Amazing. Freeman second and Ozuna third. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Freeman was 1.102 and Ozuna was 1.067. All three of those totals were ahead of DJ LeMahieu's 1.011, which led the American League. Your home run champion in the National League, Marcelo Ozuna, 18 home runs. It's not a Dodger. Amazing. Although the Braves did have the second most home runs. Second, Fernando Tatis Jr. was 17, and there was a six-way tie for third place, 16 home runs apiece by Pete Alonso, Manny Machado, yeah, Cole Calhoun, Adam Duvall, uh, A.J. Pollock, and Mookie Betts, all hitting 16 home runs. Runs batted in champion, Ozuna. Marcel Ozuna of the Braves, 56. Freddie Freeman, his teammate, was third. Pardon me, second. Freeman was second. Ha, ha, ha. 53. See, I saw three in there, so I got confused. And everybody's favorite hot dog, Manny Machado. <laughs> San Diego Padres was third with 47 runs batted in. Now on to pitching, and in the wins department, it was Hugh Darvish all alone with eight. And an earned run average, Trevor Bauer of the Cincinnati Reds, 1.73. Hugh Darvish was second at 201, and Denelson Lamette of the Padres was third at 209. There were some very good earned run averages in the National League this season, ladies and gentlemen. Saves leader, Josh Hader of the Milwaukee Brewers with 13. And your strikeout leader, Jacob DeGrom of the Mets, with 104. Bauer struck out 100, which was second. And Aaron Nola of the Phillies. Yes, Austin Nola's brother struck out 96 batters, good for third in the National League. That's pretty much going to wrap up this episode of Locked on Mariners, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing a mailbag, which will be published tomorrow on Sunday. Still unsure if Jason Hernandez is going to be able to join me or not. Either way, I'm going to do a mailbag segment, and if he's not available, then I will hold off the email which I'd like him to reply to for the next one. However, for sure joining me on the next episode will be Sandy Brown, Mr. Ed, and a can opener. Remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you can think of. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. I think my voice is giving out. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with the mailbag episode. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, until then, have a great day. This is Joey Martin letting you know that we'll be back tomorrow for another edition of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.